When going through your divorce, don't you wish you would have had someone in your corner tapping you on the shoulder saying, hey, don't sign that. Hey, don't forget to put this in your decree. Hey, don't forget to do this right after your divorce. Don't you wish you would have had someone like that? I know I did. I wish I would have had someone and not felt so alone. My guest in this conversation is that person. She is a woman that has not only gone through divorce once, but also twice. She has walked through those feelings, but she's also walked through the healing. And in really spending time in that healing, she's able to come back out and now use her experience, her healing, along with her professional knowledge in real estate and in money to help other women be able to know, hey, check the box before signing that decree. Do this right afterwards. She can hold your hand. She is a believer, proud mother of five, friend to the brokenhearted, keep it local advocate, divorce coach specializing in finance and real estate. So welcome to my conversation with Stephanie Boswell. And welcome to the Starting Over Wealth Podcast. I have got a great episode with you today with Stephanie Laswell. She is a woman that actually just through Facebook, we happened to get linked up because we went to the same high school. But little did I know that through her posts, she was a woman divorced, starting over, but then reaching out to help other women through their journey, knowing that they can have the strength, they can heal and realizing that they need help because they don't have to do it alone. Welcome to the conversation, Stephanie. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be able to talk about why I'm so passionate about not going in it alone. And you certainly can start over. And so I'm so honored to be here with you today. I'm thrilled to have you here because a lot of us, like I know for myself, I hid. I hid away because I felt alone. No one is going to understand. I felt that shame that no no one, I can't reach out to anybody. And there's not, there was nobody like me, but I was wrong. And I don't know if you had those same feelings too of, wait a second, I don't have to be alone or I wish I would have had someone to reach out to. Absolutely. Yeah. That shame that's um, inflicted by your tribe and that Mm -hmm. self shame is very um, paralyzing. Absolutely. And you don't know necessarily who to trust, who's judging you, who's talking about you behind your back. And so Yeah, like the saying is, it takes a village to raise children. I absolutely Mm -hmm. believe that it takes a village to come around anybody that's going through a starting over period in their life and surrounding them to help us walk through. Like we we're better together, right? Like we're meant to do life together. Yes, we have to step out of our fear and our shame to get the ball rolling. So yes, absolutely. And people always think, oh, better together, like it has to be a significant other. No, 
It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. And like you said, like with your tribe, I mean, that was so hard for me. Mm -hmm. I know. Wait a second. I mean, I completely separated myself from all the friends, Mm -hmm. not knowing if it was, oh, well, now she's going to come take my husband Mm -hmm. or I bet what she was, you know, all of a sudden the rumor mill or a lot of it's in your head too of, wait a second, what do they think of me now? And I don't quite fit into my married friends Mm -hmm. activities. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, you bring up a lot, a lot of good points. And that's where I want to kind of take people through your journey Mm -hmm. so they can kind of understand that you were there. You Mm -hmm. had those same feelings they did. So what are two initial feelings that really came up for you when you were first starting over? Goodness. This, I mean, like, it was really hard just to pick two words, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. no, trust me, um, I can make a list. Yes. yes. But like for like, two, because a lot of people like identify. And so that's why I helped kind of narrow it down just to two. Yeah. Um, I think probably initially it was terrified. Like, mm-hmm. here I am, a mom of five, starting all mm-hmm. over. And I was an entrepreneur. So mm-hmm. that's a roller coaster in and of itself. <laughs> Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes, it is. Yeah. And so, and I'm the firstborn of three. I was raised a PK. Oh. Mm. And so talk about having all this like perfectionist. Yep. Not like innately because I'm <laughs> the oldest of three. No, I, then, I get it. I'm the same thing. I'm yes. the oldest of my family and yeah. same thing. It's just, you just have that natural independence mm-hmm. as the firstborn child. Right. And this was, in this instance, like, it's my second time starting over, right? Mm-hmm. So, oh, well, there she goes again. Yep. yep, yep. I mean, right she's just you. living that white trash life, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. How many times have I heard that? <laughs> yeah. So, now I've got two baby daddies. Um, but also, I was terrified, but it was also a release. Mm-hmm. Because there were so many things that were binding me and so many things that even though it's terrifying to start over, it was also terrifying to be tied to this person that was keeping me in bondage. Yeah. So it's very contradictory, but it's taking that step into your fear to be released, Mm -hmm. to know that there's something better and that God has a better, beautiful plan for you and that he's going to take care of you. So I would say those were probably my two words, like terrified and released. But it makes much sense because, yes, those two words are so different, Mm -hmm. but they're so true because in taking that terrifying step forward, because that's so hard. Mm -hmm. That's so far. And I very identify with that with you because in my second relationship, knowing that I needed to step out, but terrified of, oh, my gosh, I'm really doing this again. Mm -hmm. And there she goes again. Um, But then that just initial of, oh, my gosh, I'm taking that scary step forward. and yeah, that release of mm-hmm. wait, this is what I was supposed to do. Yeah. And know that you were being obedient to that voice of this is what I'm supposed to do. So mm-hmm. they are two different words, mm-hmm. but yes, they go so much together because for so many women, they are trapped mm-hmm. in relationships and they are so scared to step mm-hmm. to feel that release because that unknown is so great. Mm-hmm. But I know in the unknown is where I know a lot of our journeys mm-hmm. started. Yeah. You know, that's where, 
You know, it's kind of that phoenix rising from the fire. Yes. I know mean, so it's, it's real dramatic, but <laughs> well, but no, it's, it's true. true. Yeah, yeah, it's very very true. Mm-hmm. So, what would you say was the lowest point that made you finally take that terrifying step, or that step in after you've stepped out of the second relationship? You're a single mom of five. You know. What made you, you know, you took that step and then taking the step in to help other people? Mm-hmm. Well, I always knew that it was on my heart to help others. Like I always wanted to take my chaos and make something beautiful out of it in, in hopes to come alongside other people in their dark valleys, right? Right. Um, but I knew I that I had a lot of healing to do before I was mm-hmm. going to be able to offer my best self and offer any kind of wisdom <laughs> because I kind of oh, had yeah. to journey through it a little bit first, right. To get on the other side of the deep hurt and the regret and the remorse and the kind of beating yourself up that we tend to do, you know, <laughs> no, like never, <laughs> no, no, not never. Ladies, no, no um, the, the negative talk <laughs> never came. Yes. Oh, but, but you hit on a good point too, is, is the healing part. Mm-hmm. That healing part, people think, and we're, we are encouraged of, oh, to say I'm just fine, Mm -hmm. you know, when it takes time to heal, we're, Mm -hmm. we're going through our identity has changed. Mm -hmm. Our complete identity has changed and it takes so long to heal. So that's amazing that in that you did recognize that. Yeah. And I, a, a big part of my healing was actually being able to forgive myself. It was much easier for me to offer forgiveness to those that I had loved before. But the hardest part for me was actually stepping back and saying, completely heal, forgiving myself. Like that forgiveness journey took a long time. <laughs> like I just had to keep forgiving myself, keep over and over and over until it stuck, you know, until the shame was completely removed. That's so key because so many people it's all about pointing that finger at the other person mm-hmm. and having to forgive them and forgive them and forgive them, but actually having to look at yourself and find those faults mm-hmm. within yourself and forgive yourself. Mm-hmm. And like you said, over and over and over again, because sometimes you're right. It gets so easy sometimes to forgive someone else, but it is so hard to forgive yourself and really mean it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And not just keep coming back and like picking the wound over and over and over. Again. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The, the negative talk. That's yes. where the negative talk mm-hmm. just comes right back in. But yes, I think just that part of talking about forgiveness and forgiving yourself. And so then where did, where did you go from there after you've really gone through those initial steps of starting to forgive? Mm-hmm. Um, after I think I was able to forgive, like obviously it starts to feel freer, right? You start to feel lighter. And so you start to, your creativity comes back and you start to get creative and then you start to get in the flow and then you start to do your research and then you start to like, oh, I can, I I think I can actually do this. Like, this is something that I feel passionate about because I've been there and I've done that and I'm getting out in the world and I'm meeting all these other ladies that have been through the same thing. And the feedback that I'm getting is affirming this, this vision that I have that I'd like to see played out. And so then like once those things started to come together, it was just a matter of like, 
okay, we're going to do this. <laughs> and, and just to tell our listeners what you do and what you're talking about, mm-hmm. tell them a little about that. Because that's one thing too, is most people just don't one day go, wait a second. Mm-hmm. Um, tell them, tell them what you do. So I am a divorce coach. And I specialize in finance and real estate. So what I do is I get to walk people through the divorce process. So if they're thinking about leaving, if they're just starting, if they're in the middle of it or in the end, I'm basically like a friend that's been there before. And I educate them on the process. Like these are some things that you might want to look out for. Um, because once those papers are signed, you can't go back and redo it. And we want to try no. to keep you from not going back into the court system time and time again and still fighting because that happens oh, so nothing, many times. And again, as we know, nothing, nothing is worse than that. Yes. And so that's amazing that you were able to identify mm-hmm. because as we know, that's a time when you're going through that process of the divorce, you don't want to reach out to anybody. No. And it's not till afterwards and you're realizing, oh my gosh, I wish I would have known mm-hmm. I needed to put the name change yes. in a divorce decree. <laughs> you know, the fact that I, I did not realize in my first divorce, if I don't put it in there that I want to change my main act to my maiden name, mm-hmm. I have to go legally file for that. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Yeah. So to have someone like you in their court by their side coaching mm-hmm. them, that is amazing that you were able to identify yeah. that. So when you were you know, again, going through your healing process and you started meeting these other women, you know, how did you pinpoint that? How did you really pinpoint that need? And that's where your, your lights just lit up like, wow. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, like you said, I needed me. (laughs) Yes, I could have used someone like I needed you, I, you know, Yes. yes. Like I needed me not only to educate me so I can make informed decisions before I signed the papers, but I needed me after the papers were signed because mm-hmm. I stayed stuck for way too many years. Mm-hmm. I stayed stuck in that shame. Mm-hmm. Don't want to show my face. Where do I show my face? Lonely, lonely as all get out, like trying to put the smile on trying to like, let, let's do this. But if I could have had somebody there was like, okay, what do you envision for your life now? Your identity right. has been completely wiped out. You've lost your friends. You've lost your church. All of the relationships have changed and shifted. Mm-hmm. You get to re like if somebody could have come to me and said, guess what? This is an exciting time. <laughs> and, still, and at the you time know? you'd be like, whatever. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can yeah. see the look on our face. Yeah. I mean, like, like my RBF would yeah. just be real. I, know. I mean, I'd be like, yeah. no. <laughs> Right. No, 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 no. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about, what you're on, mm-hmm. but no, but it, but it is. Mm-hmm. It's so true. When you look back of, oh my gosh, this is your, this is, as I call it, it's just journey. It's just starting over mm-hmm. journey. You really get to start over, but there's mm-hmm. a greater reason for this. And mm-hmm. I promise you're going to find this amazing happiness you've never experienced before. Right. Yeah. And so they don't think about it. All they think about is the loneliness and the shame. Yeah. And so a part of what I want to do is help them not make bad decisions because of their loneliness, like I did. Yes. Mm. (laughs) So, you know, like just having some kind of accountability, having a sounding board, but then also Mm -hmm. getting down to like, okay, let's start dreaming. And like, what have you always wanted to do that you couldn't do because you were labeled wife? 
Like, yes. what are your dreams? Like, what what legacy do you want to leave for your kids? Whether it's a financial I legacy or like, what do you want your home to look like? I'm in real estate, you know. So, what do you want your home to look like that you've you've not been able to do before? Like, and they don't think that big. They no. don't think that big because a lot of them. I I've been surprised. Of, I can't own a home by myself. Mm-hmm. I can't take a hair home. You know, take care of a home by myself. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So like, I basically am here, like, let's dream, let's dream together. What does this look like? And it's a little different from counseling because counseling is more focused on like the history and then emotions and the, you know, that kind of healing Mm -hmm. journey. Um, But I kind of like a, kind of like a physical trainer, you, as you, you know, like what a physical trainer would do if you're going like trying to get your body shaped a certain way. I'm kind of like that for your life through the divorce process and then having a recovery plan after that you get excited about because those dark days can suck you in and they can take your life. If you don't have the right tribe around you to help you like, okay, come on, we can do this and it's going to be fun and exciting and let's make it happen. Yeah. And you don't think about Ingens too, in the days too, that sneak up on you. Mm -hmm. Cause I don't know how much you've experienced, but it was the days that would sneak up of like, okay, I've got this. I'm good. And then those thoughts would come back in. And if I just had that daily reminder, Mm -hmm. if I just had that coach I could reach out to of, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, again, you know, let's walk through this together that in your starting over journey, you can have the wealth. You can have the home. You can have all these amazing things, but you just don't realize it at the time. Until someone reminds you and says, yeah, 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 you can. So I love, love, love that you do that for other women. So let's take it forward. So now you've, you know, you've healed, you've gone through your journey, you've got these five kids, Mm -hmm. you've now identified, you know, through your starting over journey, you know, and I suppose, I mean, this took, this took some time. This is not like an instant, Hey, I got divorced and Hey, I'm healed. I mean, you know, and just started kind of describe for the listeners and, you know, how many years, you know, do you think, I mean, has this process, you know, where you start to learn that and give other people advice? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's just actually name them out loud. So 2016 was my first divorce. Mm-hmm. 2017 made a bad decision, ended up pregnant. Mm-hmm. 2018 got married. 2019 filed for my second divorce. And then it wasn't until 2021 that I was like, okay, this is what I need to be doing. And I jumped on board. So I would say from 2019 to 2021. Yeah. I mean, that's a good two years. Mm -hmm. And during a time where a lot of people, you know, are at home Mm -hmm. by themselves and you either gone, most people gone two different ways. They've either collapsed Mm-hmm. underneath that wallow of being by themselves and isolated mm-hmm. or like yourself, you've really dove in and found the healing in this mm-hmm. time alone Yeah, and doing the inner work. I know for me, the inner work was key. Mm-hmm. That was key because for seven years, for seven years, it took so much time. I stayed you know, again, that's why I think it's so amazing that in two years with your inner work, and now you're going to help people because I sat back isolated in the shame 
for seven years Mm -hmm. because I thought there was nobody to reach out to. There's nobody who's going to want a woman who started over twice. Mm -hmm. There's no one, all those negative thoughts kept entering in. And so it wasn't till when you finally take all the layers off and you realize, wow, I do need some healing. And that's why it's so important to have someone Mm -hmm. who's walked through this journey and has healed and self-aware. And so um, I am, I'm grateful for you. And it's such an amazing thing that you were really that self-aware of going through that healing and inner work first. Mm -hmm. And now, yeah, you get to help other women. Mm -hmm. So they don't have to wait so long. Yes. Like me. Yes, please. (laughs) That life life is precious and time is precious and we need to be out there living life. And um, I know that is hard and I know, I know what it takes to pull yourself out of that darkness. And it's a lot of energy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's a lot of energy. (laughs) And and that's one thing too, is, you know, not to make it seem like, Oh, you know, it is, it's daily. It's one of those things you really have to, but that's where those tools those tools that you get during that healing process, I know during your coaching, those tools to be able to pull from are so key. Yeah. Cause that's what I use today as those tools mm-hmm. that I really worked on in my inner work. That's what I pull from. Yeah. And I know that those are so key. And so when you're working with people or you know, even for yourself, how would you say that you are growing in wealth today? Cause that's what we really talk about here mm-hmm. on this podcast is starting over mm-hmm. wealth where women think that when they start over, they get divorced. Oh my gosh, I only have one income. Mm-hmm. It's just me. I can't own a house. I can't pay the bills all by myself. I need somebody else. There's no way I can stand on my own mm-hmm. two feet. Mm-hmm. So for you, how are you standing on your own two feet and encourage other women that they also can do that too. Yeah. Um, well, my biggest passion is my divorce coaching, obviously. Um, it really is an honor for me to walk through those dark days and that whole thing. I, I really, it's such an invitation to be invited to somebody's darkest points, right? Because mm-hmm. they have a hard time trusting. And so that is where I feel like I thrive the most. And that's where I feel like my purpose and my calling is fulfilled. Um, but I get to also help with the real estate aspect because I am a licensed realtor and then I am a life insurance license. So helping them get their life insurance policies back up and going. Um, Oh, that's so key. And no one talks about that. Yes. Um, and just like if they get a lump sum of money, just like simple, basic money education, I don't manage any funds or I don't do any accounting or anything like that. It's just the basic of like giving them some educations and some options, whether it's in a home purchase. So basically just like helping them split their assets. But that's helped me diversify my wealth, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. And so diversifying my wealth is something that I'm proud of because. Um, and that is, that's so key is mm-hmm. having those several strains of income. Mm-hmm. Because again, when those women say, there's no way I need somebody else. No, mm-hmm. no. Let me show you mm-hmm. through several streams of income, through passive income, through it. You can do this on your own two feet. You can have several streams yeah. of income and you're definitely an amazing example of it because yeah, the back on the life insurance part, and my father is a financial planner. Oh yeah, yeah. So I grew up with all these people, and so many women don't realize 
the changes and the things they need yes. on that. So we, we might have, to have a whole other podcast just on that. I mean, and estate planning, because that's, that is such a, a huge big topic because not only yes, separating their assets mm-hmm. out and separating this, but that's something else that most people forget to add to in, that checkoff list. And in their divorce decree, you can ask if you're, if you are getting um, child support, you should be asking for life insurance to be in the decree because if something happens to that person mm-hmm. that you're getting support from, it's gone. Yeah. Like in mine, we, what we did is um, we already had existing life insurance policies mm-hmm. so that if anything ever happened, the other person, they could pay for the home. So in the decree, those policies then transferred, you know, it went to the child. Mm-hmm. So because you do, you lose that income. Yeah. And a lot of people don't think about that. No. They just think about getting a child support check or something like that. It's like, well, what if something happens? Yeah, which is you know? which is the thing that I didn't know to put in my decree, which is what I learned after the fact, which is like, every woman needs to know this that's getting child support. No, because not. <laughs> it's, I don't think your ex is going to go get a life insurance policy no, and put your name now. on. No. I mean, you no. know, so after the fact, I don't think right. so. So I love that. I love that. You've got these things, especially before they do that final decree mm-hmm. that they need to check off because again, I needed you back then, you yeah, know? Yeah. And so just having these women and getting the word out, you know, that they need that. Yeah. Now, if they were wanting to come work with you or anything like that, mm-hmm. where do they come reach you? Because I know, again, listening to this podcast, there gonna be several women like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. What do I need to do first? Yeah. What do I need to make sure? Do you have a checklist? Do you have yeah. anything? Mm-hmm. Um, where can they reach out to you? Um, right now, the best place would be Facebook or Instagram. Um, I'm still working on getting a website together that has all the elements. <laughs> um, uh, we'll, we're going we're gonna to work on that for you because I know there is a strong need for this. Yeah. There's a strong need for this. And women... Are going to want to reach out, yeah, because there's so many, especially right now, as we probably know the statistics of women getting divorced. They, yes, it is rising, mm-hmm. and there's even less communication because everyone's so isolated, mm-hmm. and they need, they need someone in their court going reminder, mm-hmm. put the name change in there, mm-hmm. put the life insurance policy in there, mm-hmm. put this in there, make sure you know, just let's just go through a checklist together. Yeah. So no, we'll make sure, we'll make sure that you definitely have that because that's what women need. And if you could give a woman just starting to go through that process, one word of encouragement, what would you tell them? Do not go at it alone. Like whether it's a professional or it's one trusted friend. And also, I guess that would go hand in hand is like, you don't need to talk to 10 or 12 people. Everyone (laughs) is going to have a different opinion and it's going to be Mm -hmm. conflicted. So find somebody that you can trust to -hmm. go to that is open to receiving the energy that you're going to bring into the conversation. Cause that's the other thing. Not everybody that's in our tribe has the capacity to take on what we're going to bring them in our darkest days. No. Another reason why it's important to like seek out professionals because this is what we do, right? Yes. This is, this is what we do. And we're, and we're not related to it in another yes. way. We're not related to it as a friend mm-hmm. and, and just that energy. So that way we can yeah. serve our tribe mm-hmm. for 
they're our friends. Yeah. But this is who we need to reach out because yeah. they've been there. Mm-hmm. And yes, everyone is going to give you a piece of advice mm-hmm. and this, and you should do this. You should do that. Mm-mm. Yeah, because Go I seek a just, professional. Right. I just had a client and she was talking to a friend who has done a lot of self-work himself. And he keeps telling her about all these resources, um, which is good. But he was like, you need to go see this counselor. And then you also need to go to divorce care and do this and celebrate recovery. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, this is too much right now when you're going through your divorce process. like, Yeah, it's overwhelming. It's too overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And so just being able to piecemeal, because then if it's too overwhelming, you're not going to do it at all. Yeah. So and like, I know that you've yes. probably seen that so many times. Yes. Like, yes, we, these are good pieces to have, but putting them in the right order so you can get the best benefit out of it and not wear yourself out. Cause you are already wearing yourself out just, just for the morning that you're going through the mm-hmm. brain fog, the having to make mm-hmm. decisions, like even small decisions are hard to make because you're usually battling somebody else, you know? So I would say don't go in it alone and really look and see who's out there that can help you walk through it. And it does take a team. (laughs) It takes a team. I love that. It's true. It does. It does take a team. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that's where, you know, to walk in a little bit too, because it does take a team, but then also as that woman, you know, we kind of need a team, Mm -hmm. but we also have to be on our, own team and give ourselves a little care. Mm -hmm. So what I also like to talk to with the women of how important it is in their starting over journey Mm -hmm. to focus on themselves, focus on the wealth of their own health. Mm -hmm. So let's see a little spoil here. What is something that you do for self care for yourself? There is a long list. <laughs> I decided. Because you realize I, how I, important I, it is. Yes. When you start to realize how important yes. it is, like I used to never get my nails mm-hmm. done. And then all of a sudden I was like, mm-hmm. so yes, yeah, so that's why I love mm-hmm. to ask this question. Most people women don't think about, oh, I need to start taking care of myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, my favorite thing, the thing that I feel like if I don't get it in, like it really does interrupt me is if I don't get to the gym. I'm in mm-hmm. the gym five to six days a week. And that has become like therapy for me. I'm getting a good sweat out, you know, like punching the bag, like, (laughs) so, um, definitely gym time, but I mean, meditation, journaling, Mm -hmm. definitely going and like spoiling myself in any kind of girly pampering way that I can. Um, but yeah, naps. I think that's awesome. Naps. Uh Oh, (laughs) what are those? (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) That's what I would think with five kids. It's always yeah. like, what are those? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, but no, it's so true. I mean, just because when you start focusing on your health and your mental health, things, you know, that healing process is so, mm-hmm. so key. Yeah. Well, another thing that we like to talk about here too is again, as for a real estate woman, mm-hmm. we like to talk about that again, we don't have to have someone by our side to buy a home. We don't have to have someone to abide to invest. Mm-hmm. We don't have to have someone by our side to invest in a second home. Mm-hmm. We're always thinking bigger, believing mm-hmm. bigger, because as women who are in this new season starting over, I mean, wealth is just unlimited. Mm-hmm. So if you were able to buy a second vacation home, mm-hmm. 
Where would you actually buy it? When I buy my vacation home, it will be mm-hmm. in Park City, Utah. <laughs> okay. I have never beautiful. been there, so you need to describe it to me. Oh my goodness. It is so pretty. The mountains are, Utah mountains are just breathtaking. Um, oh, wow. And it's really, uh, I would kind of say bougie. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's a word right now. So just a lot. They they just have like so many cute little um, boutique places. And I don't know. It's just so breathtaking. I don't even know how to like describe it properly, but definitely Park City, Utah. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, you will definitely have that. Yes. I mean, guarantee because yes. again, especially being in real estate mm-hmm. and being a woman that has gone through the healing, a woman that is reaching out mm-hmm. to other women. Mm-hmm. This is going to be an amazing journey for you. And I cannot wait for others and our listeners to reach out to you too. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Stephanie, for this mm-hmm. conversation. And we'll definitely be talking more soon. Yes. Thank you very much. Does starting over on your own financially just seem impossible? Do you have fear around managing finances all by yourself? Fear, am I going to have enough money? Fear of, can I make it last? Fear that I just don't mess it up. I'm here to tell you, you can do it. You can stand on your own two feet financially. And how do I know? Because I've done it twice. I have done it twice through a method I call Steps to stand. Steps to stand is a three-step process in helping make those initial steps to start standing on your own two feet financially. And I would love to share with you for free, for free with a video and a worksheet to help you get started. Go now to sewn.club. That's S-O-W-N dot C-L-U-B and download it today. Get started today in overcoming that fear, overcoming that overwhelm, because you are taking your steps to stand today. Feeling terrified, but relieved. Have you ever felt that? I know just as we talked about in the conversation, they are very different feelings, but they definitely go together. When you're in the process of getting divorced, who out there has also felt just absolutely terrified, but then relieved all at the same time. But how much better would it have been if you had someone in your corner that helped you through those terrifying feelings to also get you to those relieved feelings? helped you go through the fear, the shame, the loneliness. Because when you're going through the divorce, you're at the end of your divorce, you're just after your divorce, you do feel so alone. You may have a great group of friends, but they're all trying to give you their own advice. You should do this. You should do that. You should. Oh my goodness. It's a lot. It's a lot to take in. So when you have someone that you can reach out to that has not only been through the journey like Stephanie, not once, but twice, but then you know that through experience, they've also been through the healing part of the journey because the inner work, 
during your starting over journey is so key. As we discussed in the conversation, I waited seven years. I stayed busy in the busy so that I didn't have to deal with the healing. I didn't have to do anything that people told me I should do. I made sure food on the table, kids were taken care of. I got a lot of rescue dogs for my therapy. I did everything not to feel. And that's what a lot of us do. We'll do anything not to feel. But until we dive in to the feelings and into that healing, that's where our new life begins. That's where the growth happens. Because we've now surrounded ourselves with rich soil full of support and health and wisdom in a network of other women just like us. And that's where we start to grow and to thrive. And that's where the wealth comes from. Right there. That is where the wealth comes from. So if you are in the process of getting divorced, reach out to a divorce coach just like Stephanie. That can walk you through. And that way you feel not so lost. You don't feel so ashamed. You don't sign something that you're not comfortable with because you don't know that there should be certain things in that decree. And then you also have someone that right after divorce, you have someone to lean on that can tell you, this is what you need to do. You need to open a new bank account. You need to check your credit report. You need to, because a lot of us don't know until it's too late. That's where we get together as a network of women who have been through this and we share. We feel safe. We feel loved and we start to build trust not only in other people but back into ourselves again. Mm-hmm.